Welcome to this episode of Hangout with Sujata. And today I have got a very sought after guest. I have been chasing this uh, gentleman for a very long time because I know that he has a lot of depth and a lot of share. It's not, you know, who you see on the front, it's who you are on the inside. And Sean is one of those characters, but very hard to get. So for me today is a great moment because I have managed to get him on my show and the audience will, you know, realize what I said of how I'm uncovering this story and this gem. So thank you so much and uh, welcome to my show. And shall we start with your playlist? Or you want to say something before Hi. I Hi, good morning, Sujata. Thank you for having me uh, uh, today. Um, life is about everything, I guess. So I leave it to you. You guide me what you want me to say, not what you want me to say. Tell me what you want. Just throw any question you want to me and I will try my best to answer you. Okay. <laughs> Being casual on a Saturday. No, you will be authentic and uh, genuine. Okay, so with that, I'm going to dive into your playlist, which is the first song that I'm going to play is Unite As One. So let's hear it, then we'll talk about it. Okay, Ken. Thank you. 
Okay. So tell me, why did you choose this song? Uh, Unite, Unite as one uh, was a song that I wrote together with um, a senior officer in, in, uh, from the army. At the time, he was still in army, uh, Dr. Johnson Lee. And the reason we came together to have this song, uh, uh, we put this song together is because uh, the, the world as such, as you know what is going on now, is uh, not friendly. Russia, Ukraine, um, Myanmar, and uh, Singapore, we always appear to be very strong and united. Well, that's good, but we, we need to build that even more stronger to have that trust and social capital among all of us. So we wanted to reach out uh, to the masses and what, what is the best way to do it? It's because Johnson and I were playing music for the longest time, 10, 15 years. And we say, hey, you know, now it's time to, besides playing jazz all the time <laughs> or some pop music, let's come together, write a song and, and, and bring uh, Singapore as one. It would have been nice if it was a National Day song, actually. Um, but uh, I do not know what's the selection of how they do it. So uh, it does not matter. The, man, the most important thing is that we, we try to reach out to people and uh, we did the best we can. And uh, it's, it's on YouTube uh, and Facebook. And I, and I also had the opportunity to even have the Minister of State, Mr. Alvin Tan, sing a, a couple of lines in it. And it was very, uh, we are really entirely grateful to that because uh, it's basically trying to reach out to not only Singapore, but to the world. We really need to unite as one. Even with all the pandemic going around and more to come, yet there are still so many people still fighting for God knows what and probably will go into hyperinflation or, or what have you, but they just don't feel anything. And that's sad. Yes. So, yeah. I liked, uh, there's one line in that song which says, uh, uh, yeah, fight and I'll be by your side. Yes. Yes. You know, the reality is that we fight, but many a times we fight alone. Nobody's by our side. Yes, we do. These are just words of encouragement. Yes. And yeah. <laughs> the well, fact but, that yeah. the song, if you wrote the song and you put that line, then you know what it is to fight alone with nobody by your side. So I'm sure there is a story to that, which you must share. Well, uh, when I say... Uh, well, some people will, will actually uh, want to go forward and then uh, they always want people by your side. So that line is to really encourage uh, people around us or even when we see people in trouble, we must reach out. Although sometimes it doesn't really happen, but we try our best emotionally, financially, uh, if we can. Um, and um, I, I think uh, for myself, uh, if not for my mom or my grandparents when I was a young boy. I think if they were not by my side, I think I would have been on the streets. Uh, uh, God knows doing what. <laughs> so uh, they were a motivation factor and can be going. And, and friends like Johnson who wrote the song together with me, side by side, we did it. And we produced it and we had friends uh, to help us in the production. Like, because if you really look at everyone in that, particular song, this particular video, um, they were all from different religions. Uh, I had support from the, the Church of Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints. I had support from the different mosques and uh, 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 
Buddhist temples and so on. And, and we all came together to, to do this song. And um, well, I live in Moment Cane Hill, so I like to attribute that this song came out of Moment Cane Hill from me and uh, Johnson, although Johnson lives in Pongo, but it doesn't matter. So, uh, uh, you know, to, to write this was one thing, but to get all of them together to support you in the song is another. If you see so many people singing and so many musicians playing, can you imagine how many video clips we had to collect? And then um, we had this guy, uh, uh, he always does the, uh, the unofficial National Day songs. His name is Elvin. And he put it together for us. And, and it was no joke. It was a, it was a really humongous, big uh, production. So it's sad that, you know, we, <laughs> we are not out there to a certain extent. Otherwise, it would have been great. I think it says a lot more than any other National Day song in Singapore. I'm, I, I dare say it. I dare challenge it, you know, because it's really about coming together. And maybe the committees in Singapore should come together and really know how to select songs better. It's like I don't need the money, but I need to unite the world and I need to unite Singapore always and forever. The money they can keep. I have enough money. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It's also, it's also tribute to the essence and uh, of what who you are. Like, for example, this was a huge feat, like getting yeah. so many people to come together to participate, including a minister. Is no yeah. small joke, okay? So no I, joke. And that's exactly what I'm saying, Sean, that you have such a lot of talent which you don't wear on your sleeve. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. No, so because there's the, the, the sense of not wanting to always disturb people, even to, to have a, a minister with such a wonderful friend as well to come on. His schedule is so busy. There's no time. So, uh, I mean, I, I can understand because we volunteer uh, together and, and, and so on. So they don't... I myself don't have enough time, you know? So uh, every Saturday, Sunday, uh, weekdays, every day is something or other. Okay, yeah. so with that, I go to the next song, which is uh, Fly Me to the Moon. Let's hear it. Send you a few versions of that. I'm sorry.
Okay. So tell me. Fly Me to the Moon uh, was one of the few jazz songs that I started playing when I uh, when I actually moved into pop and jazz piano. And uh, Fly Me to the Moon, if you listen to the lyrics sang by Frank Sinatra and many greats, he talks about fly me, fly me to the moon and let me live with you among the stars. So he's actually uh, singing with uh, his girlfriend, wife, lover, or whatever you, you want to say. But Fly Me to the Moon, uh, apart from other songs going to the moon, there are other songs like Come Fly With Me. It's always going up to the stars, uh, doing your best and achieving. Always have the passion to fly uh, or even be an astronaut to go up to space. And no limits, push yourself. In this particular song, not only that, uh, you know, that revelation about me wanting to do things, uh, going up and, then, and never giving up, uh, the people playing with me on that particular tune, if you heard the, uh, the saxophone solo, now that guy who played with me uh, is an example of uh, going through Take your time. His name is uh, Benson Kong, a saxophone player who is also uh, working the day. And um, uh, there was a time when we used to play in a club in Blue Note, in Circular Road. Uh, many years ago, and we played in the club for five years. And during the time I was um, I, I was studying, and after that I was also uh, I was working. Sorry, and after that I was studying and doing uh, my examinations and and so on and so forth. And uh, I was not gainfully employed yet at the time, and uh, because I had to stop work to finish my my tertiary additional tertiary studies, and uh, we used to play at the club. And every night or every Thursday or Friday somewhat that we used to play every time when it was time for the club owner to pay us he would say oh man you're not working you keep my share <laughs> i'm like uh no man we are all doing this part-time you know it's just that uh he says no you need the money more than me when you're working next time it's it's another story he says uh, so we did a lot of gigs by playing weekly and uh and um Uh, so, uh, a good brother, you would never expect to see you through life. He's still around. I mean, we're still in contact. We, we, I mean, now that COVID is over, I suppose we can do more gigs. And he's always been very supportive and very encouraging, whether it was uh, my commercial life in, of work or whether if I wanted to walk a path of uh, serving the country or, or whether or not uh, it was music. So Benson was always around. He always, he always tells me I'm his Tom Cruise or I'm his Elvis Presley. So uh, the, the passion for flying and the, of Top Gun and the song uh, songs that I, I would sing because uh, I love Elvis Presley. So uh, going back to Unite as One and, and, and Brotherhood and being together, I think Benson was around most of the time with me. Um, and the other musician who's on the bass, Reginald Koo, he also influenced a lot of my... Uh, the more modern part of music and jazz in me. Uh, also been a brother for uh, quite a while. 
and then of course there's Jonathan uh, on the on the drums, and then uh, Imelda, a singer in Singapore that I, I love working with, no S and uh, uh, fabulous singer, any uh, genre, any uh, language, so she's great. So these are the people that uh, influenced me, my life, impacted my life in the music, and um, actually there are a lot of more, a lot more of them, but. Uh, I guess what I wanted to say is uh, that every song in the music make a difference and there was always people behind the song. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and, and that, that is, is so important. I wish I could say it short, but sometimes this takes a lot of uh, emotions uh, to express. In, in my show, there is no such thing as short. You please uh -huh. say Without, yeah. yeah, I don't want to bore you or the audience. No, but, no, there's no question of boring. Yeah. Well, normally I'm I I I I'm I'm very on top of it. Uh, if someone were to ask me some uh, some important question about Singapore or something, but uh, when it comes yeah, today to today, we are not talking about Singapore. We are talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. Sean. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So you know, when you talk about Sean, it's quite sensitive for very emotional. As I say, like every song, uh, or everybody I play with, I could play "Fly Me to the Moon" with another five different groups or another five bands. There will be some other people in there will. <laughs> Trevor also has a, a great impact on my life. How did you get into this music thing? At what age? Uh, I came from a family of uh, musicians to start with. On my father's side, my grandfather, um, even if anyone who knows this, the uh, old singer called Perry Como, my grandfather, Leslie uh, Rosario, was a Perry Como of Singapore then. And then the, my father, uh, Colin Rosario, was uh, a popular pianist in Singapore who later went to America to study music. So there was always a, a, a I mean, that's behind me, a family of line of uh, uh, musicians. And I started playing the piano professionally or semi-professionally at 16 or 17, besides studying and besides uh, national service and besides <laughs> university or going out to work, the music was always behind. And I was always somewhere playing music, either for some function or some club or anything. So I was Sean the lecturer, Sean the CEO, but there's also Sean the pianist and the singer on the side. Exactly. <laughs> I told you, I, that's what I was uh, telling the audience, that you have a lot within you to be uncovered. Okay, so with that, I'm going to the song which... Uh, uh, the audience should know that you have sung. So this is again your composition or is it uh, some song that you put your head on my shoulders? So that, that is a song written by a very famous uh, uh, American uh, singer called Paul Anker. And so that, that version that I send you is uh, a version that I was jamming around with friends on, on a karaoke. But instead of sending you Paul Anker, singing the song i thought i said the song that well, I, i'm very that happy I that uh, uh, to see the video of you singing it and okay. so i'm very glad so let's play the song sure Thank you. 
Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> okay, put your head on my shoulders. This uh, uh, this song uh, was uh, apart from asking someone to put their head on my shoulder, but uh, it's also nice to put my head on someone's shoulder to lean exactly. on. Yeah, and uh, you you will feel uh, very enlightened and uh, very happy. Uh, such an old song, but a lot of meaning. And uh, uh, when Paul Anker did this song, it was so popular. And of course, over the years, uh, things changed. New, mu new music came. But Michael Bublé came back and uh, did this song. Or rather, Michael Bublé suddenly appeared to the whole world and he did all the old songs. And this song came back. And, um, and I was like, oh, wow. Okay, different version. And I started singing this tune. And, and this tune worked for me. Uh, in, in a lot of things uh, uh, that I do and uh, feel. Uh, but just to, to, uh, to make a little joke, I, was, I once sang this song uh, uh, to my intern and, and uh, for fun. And, I, and, I, and, and, and that was it. it. It was fun. It was all a great song, man. So I, I sang it to her. And then uh, about 10 years later, she says, do you remember what song I sang? to you uh, you sang to me and i said oh uh, i maybe it's the way you look tonight she says no man it's put your hands on my shoulder <laughs> i was like oh my god okay fine so even even she could remember the song that that i sang to her because it's, it's very impactful uh and 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 it sends a lot of uh meaning to to people it's about comfort it's about love you can even relate it to a a, a mother's love you put your hair on your mom's shoulder or your or vice versa or whatever or whoever needs uh, that comfort because uh, touch is important, I felt. Just like putting your head on my shoulder, it sends a message to people. Um, uh, it's warm, it's forthcoming. Uh, again, uh, bringing love together and uh, bringing people together. It's so important, but I don't know why there's so much trouble in the world when there are so many songs to tell you that we should unite together. Because yeah, you see, uh, the essence of the song for me, what it means is be there for you. Yeah, yeah. Put your head on your shoulders is also a way of saying, you know, be there for you or be there for me. And yeah. that, is, that is what is missing because people are not there. That's the problem in life. If people were there for each other in the truest sense, then we wouldn't have this. We wouldn't have all these issues of abandonment. We wouldn't have issues of uh, depression and so many other things if people were just truly there for each other, which is not the case. That's you know, my take from the song. Yeah, and and I just aside to or in addition to this, uh, these are songs that are very simple. Uh, four chords in in music, or so, and and it tells so much of a story. And during COVID, when we were all at home, uh, interestingly, uh, I did a lot of clips with my keyboard next to me and just sang for fun. And I would send it to a lot of friends. Hey, this is for you, man. It can be man, woman, child, old, whatever. <laughs> just to make anyone happy. It could be 50 seconds, one minute, or what have you. Um, and and, and, and the, again, the music and the song and songs like this will just make anyone happy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It just takes very little and it doesn't cost money to make somebody happy no. or bring a smile to somebody's yeah, face. Yeah, just two minutes and I'm done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
So the next song is, which again, uh, to the audience, I would like to say that uh, it's Sean singing the song. It's called Puppy Love, right? An so, yeah, another Paul Anker. Okay, another Paul Anker. Good. <laughs> Okay. Whether you are 7, 17, 27, 37, 47, 57, or 67, <laughs> um, when you fall in love, it's all the same. <laughs> you know, and I like the way you read my mind because I was going to say the same thing that it doesn't matter whether you're 17 or 70. Love exactly. Exactly. So when, when, you, when you fall in love, the feeling is always great and, and it's wonderful. And what I wanted to say is people uh, sometimes uh, in relationships in life, uh, we, we go into relationship and they always say at the beginning, it's always uh, the, the beautiful period. I can't remember what, what they, they, they call it at the start of it, the romantic period or, or what have you. Um, my message is come on. You should be loving throughout your whole life, regardless of what age you are. And if you're going to fall in love every time, please be careful, don't hurt yourself. Because uh, I have a lot of friends and uh, 
different stages of their life. Uh, some of them get married late, some get married early, some have boyfriends or girlfriends later or earlier. And and they always get the hurt the same way as they are 17. So it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, so th that song, this kind of song has a lot of meaning for me where uh, to me, love is very important. We, we, you know, when you fall in love, don't hurt people. Just just learn to love uh, uh, one, one another. Uh, I came from a broken family. My parents were divorced. So um, I don't hate my father that he left. Uh, he had his uh, agenda in his life or whatever it is. Uh, it's not for me to judge. It's between him and God. <laughs> That's what I always tell him. <laughs> so, uh, but we remain good friends. Um, and and uh, yeah, so just continue to love one another. Life is short. And don't read into too many things. Everything should go with perhaps. And don't read too much into it. And uh, I was with a friend a couple of days ago. He's a psychotherapist. His name is Raymond. So Raymond and I were having a lot of uh, conversations on the, because I'm also a mediator. So we shared stories. Of course, uh, uh, without names mentioned and all for people's uh, private life uh, to protect uh, them. So we, we just spoke of all the different cases and ideologies. So we, we did come up with that. You know, we all have idealisms in life, but we want to also try to make idealism a manifestation. But sometimes it doesn't work because you have other plans. God has other plans for you or the great architect of the universe has other plans for you. So when it doesn't happen, life goes on. Don't read, again, don't read too much into any sentence. You know, I have a friend a couple of days ago, I sent an emoji, a smiling face, and then asked me, hey, what does this emoji mean? I said, oh my God. So I sent her a dictionary of words, uh, sorry, of emojis that uh, with the meaning to it. And then after that, I said, oh, by the way, this is the dictionary. But when I actually want to send anyone a smile, the smile can be any different smile, just like I would smile half, smile full, or smile with a disgusted feeling. So it's just a smile. Don't read anything too much into it. And, and that causes pragmatism in the world today, even among friends, because we want to read too much into everything. No need. Lah. Forget about it. Just listen. Be happy. Carry on with your life. And I, I think it's fine that way. What you, so say, is, what you say is very interesting because, uh, uh, you know, this happens all the time. And I always say this. I cannot be held responsible for other people's interpretation. Oh, okay. yes. No, because uh, the other day, since you uh, mentioned this emoji thing, I was uh, doing a WhatsApp chat with uh, one of my guests who's already been on the show. And I not known him for a long time, but I'm a person who, when we talk of love, interestingly, I should ask you, what, do you believe in unconditional love? Or do you believe that love should not be always defined and put into brackets? Because that's what I feel. Why do we always have to put love into brackets and designations? You know, like this is this kind of a love, that kind of love can just be just love, right? And uh, so uh, you sent a smile and you had to <laughs> give all this dictionary meanings and all. So I was, uh, I sent, um, I think I sent a rose or something. And this guy, obviously he's never this thing gone through that. So he says, oh, this is a new one where uh, what a woman is giving a rose to a man. I said, I give a rose to everybody uh, on WhatsApp, man, woman, child, it doesn't matter. It's the 
thought behind it, right? I'm appreciating. So I have to explain that when I'm giving a flower, then it's like appreciating you, right? But just imagine how deep-rooted we have mindsets that we, you know, have to explain simplest of things, simplest of things, sim simple gestures of appreciate appreciation and love can, you know, have depending on other person's mindset, we can get into trouble or we can be understood or misunderstood as maybe the case be. But uh, I learned in life not to, you know, let others define me. So I'll just be who I am. If you misunderstand me, I can't help it beyond a point. Um, I think number one is um, expectations of love should not exist because love should be unconditional. We are human yeah. beings. We yeah. have expectations. But if you have the expectations, then uh, again, it, it will become an idealism and it will kill you. And and some, I, I have friends who are really strange because um, they can love and then you think that they are like that. But actually, when they get too busy, they forget everything. But when there's time, there's time for you again. So there's, there's, there's then again, I mean, not to be so biblical or so religious, but even in, in the Bible, it says there's always a season for everything. So we have to accept. <laughs> that is not love. Love, uh, when you say that they become busy and then they have time, is not like uh, really love. They are just friends or acquaintances yeah. who are for there for a season, a reason or a lifetime, or they are, you know, just transactional. So may not. I don't think you can put love in there, but anyway. That's a discussion for another <laughs> time. Okay, fine. <laughs> the next song is uh, Return to Sender, which again, to tell the audience, all these songs are being sung by Sean. Right? So yeah. who, who, this is again Paul, this thing, who's the? This is Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley, okay, cool. No such number, no such song. 
So, okay, this song is Sean's egotism. It's oh. got it's got no message to anything in my life, but the message is to tell everybody I can sing like Elvis Presley, <laughs> because uh, there's a if you listen to the song somewhere in in in, in midways he says. I have a letter to the postman. He put it in a sack. And I challenge you to listen to Elvis Presley's version and you'll say, hey man, you sound like Elvis Presley. <laughs> I loved Elvis since a very young boy. Um, uh, as I said, my, my, my family, full string of musicians. And, uh, uh, you know, as, as much as long as I can remember, I used to imitate Elvis Presley. Not to dress up like like him in costumes. I I'm not an Elvis impersonator, but a big fan of Elvis Presley's music, and the Elvis Presley's music. Uh, I know I, I was just kidding around telling you Sean's egotism, but you know I I I put so much effort in learning his songs because I loved it so much. And 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 you know what's the very interesting thing I want to share with everybody, because uh, I played heavy jazz and sang songs uh, of uh, great American standards and I scattered like the blacks and what have you and played the piano at the same time but then again while I was doing that I was singing rock and roll and then when my friend uh, like I always have a, a good brother and friend of mine uh, Samin he's a good uh, musician and when he cannot make his uh, he cannot do his lounge piano music I would cover him so I would spread my genre playing everything and and, and, and and so on and so forth. But Elvis Presley's music um, uh, is part of Sean, is part of me, is my molding. Um, looking at how he, he at his movies. And um, I just wanted to be <laughs> Elvis Presley uh, in one part of my life. And then uh, when, when you actually do the research in history, um, Elvis was singing the blues way back then in the Memphis. And of course, if you talk, if you talk about music and, and the blues and jazz, yes. And that is at a very young age, I was influenced by, by the blues and jazz, but because Elvis was noted to be a rock and roll singer, but the roots are there. Yeah, so um, this one is just to, to share with you uh, Elvis Presley in my life. Okay. <laughs> So with that, I go to the next song, but I think this doesn't have the, a... next, the next song is, uh, oh, you can play this one in the pink t-shirt. It's fine. Yes. That's, yeah, one, cool. my, that's the one I'm playing now. Yeah, okay. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes out of you. You be like heaven to touch.
Who were you singing the song to? <laughs> I, I I cannot remember. But what I wanted to share with you is this is what I did to all the people that uh, during COVID, right? So I sang songs like that to and and I and I it's a whole list of people. You can be a I can even sing it to you, a man, woman, child, whatever age. It's it's a very powerful song, I would say, because yeah. you just can't help being. You know, moved or touched by it. Yeah, see, because the song says you're just too good to be true. I can take yeah. my eyes off you, right? And then I love you, baby. That is quite <laughs> all right. And you don't need to 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 sing it like all oh, the original or it has yeah. to be recording standard. It's it's a message. Yes. To everyone, anyone, uh, and anybody. So sometimes in the song, uh, I I mean, everyone is unique because sometimes yes. I, I I throw their name in the song. <laughs> You 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 get what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So when when they receive it, then they know it's uh, especially for them. I just sang I sang it to almost everyone. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. So it makes uh, the uh, the person who's receiving the song feel very special, wanted, love. You know, and that's all that yeah. it takes. Yeah. So it can be for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a way to uh, outreach to people and to touch people's lives. Yes. It's important. Very cool way of touching people's life. I have to say this. You know, uh, okay. There's a but there's one song. Okay, I I think I I, I give it to you, uh, uh, as well. But we'll talk about it later. It's also about uh, sharing with people. Okay. So the first one, uh, I'm singing uh this song, which is my favorite jazz standard called "All of Me." You can play that if you want. I leave it to you. Yeah, so this is the one, right? In the blue uh, shirt with two other people. Is that yes. the one? Yes, that's the one. Okay. Well, it's one for the money, a two for the show. I train her and I'll go get going, don't you? Step on my blue suede shoes. Well, I do nothing but stop on my blue suede shoes. from an old fruit jar. I do the thing that you want to do. But I hardly my shoes. And don't you step on my blue suede shoes. Really do nothing but stay on my blue suede shoes. Blue, blue, a 
blue suede shoes, yeah. Blue, blue, a blue suede shoes, baby. A blue, blue, a blue suede shoes. So we can do the thing but step on my blue suede shoes. Ba 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 a very upbeat dance uh, kind of music i love dance music actually oh lovely oh okay just now i i think i mentioned that uh, these are other uh, jazz songs but um funny thing like this was a rock and roll one and uh, we were just having fun uh, no no story to this but uh, real enjoyment of uh, oh, how i would get together if you can see the guy on the piano yeah. that, that's my my very good friend we have supper uh, almost every other two nights. His name is Samin. So his wife and his kids, uh, and uh, his wife Esther and his kids. Uh, so we always go for supper and and uh, have fellowship. And then at the same time, uh, do a lot of music together as well. And he stays across the road from me. And yeah, makes a difference to my life. Uh, great people. Amazingly great people. Um, if you care to play the next two songs, uh, or if you want to skip, I'll leave it to you. But uh, these are also, this time I'm on the piano and uh, Samin's yeah. wife Esther is singing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hear it. All right. Falling leaves drift by the window, the autumn. I see your lips, the summer kisses, the sunburns hands I used to hold. Since you went away, the day grows long, and soon I hear a winter song. But I miss you most of all, my darling, when all the leaves start to fall. Take away. Long and soon 
Wow, she sings very well. I have to say. Um, this, but you this, played the piano very well, also. I mean, your fingers were like quicksilver or whatever the things. You were just like flowing fast over the keyboard. Yeah. Uh, okay. What I wanted to say was, uh, uh, this this was uh, besides uh, singing. Singing is really for fun. Um, the first love is playing the piano actually in music. And uh, here is, uh, when I do things like that, it's a freedom of expression. Um, when I feel very oppressed by uh, a lot of uh, maybe work or unnecessary bickering from people or other stresses of life, um, music is, is there for me to express. And if you, besides running, as you said, uh, fast, um, when uh, I actually was playing this, I was like beating the drums. Everything was, uh, you, you could hear the drum in the, in the piano, the percussions in the piano. Because, yeah, and, 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 and it's important because it keeps it going, it, it's moving. Um, and uh, sometimes um, if you don't do that, it's really boring and you can't feel, you can't touch. This is where you feel, you touch, you express yourself. Uh, again and uh, mm. so we were at a friend's uh, music shop Walter and Irene they have a music shop in Peninsula Plaza so we thought okay let's you know it was impromptu we never planned that I was after a meeting and I walked in and I says hey prof would you like to come in I said are you serious are we going live now he says yeah yeah we're going live now I said okay fine <laughs> and then and yeah so actually I was going there and say come on my meeting is over Let's go for supper. But we landed up doing what we did. Yeah. So So when you've had a oppressed day or you've had a challenging day and people have been, you know, at their worst best self and you've been at the receiving end, do you come back and just uh, you know, take out uh, all that by playing some music? Like yes. right? And like it could be according to the day that you had or the mood that you are in. Do you play music accordingly? Yes, and I did not realize it. Let me tell you something. Uh, coming to uh, uh, knowing you as uh, Sujata, my friend, we also belong to to uh, Juas. So, so what happened was uh, our president Christina, she turned around and said to me because she came by to uh, before the big COVID lockdown, she came with my other friends to see me play at the the Blue Jazz in the Arab Street, and she says, "Hey, you know what? When you're feeling oppressed, you should actually really beat the." piano out and, and and get it out you know so I was thinking about it I says 
oh yeah maybe and yes they actually did because uh, i found that entertaining people one sending people um, uh, music to a song um playing live uh getting out of my system is my biggest medicine to everything and anything so it could be for people you, you need to run you run you need to do a new sports play music do whatever that makes you happy then uh, it changes everything yeah like, i yeah. guess yeah the endorphins or whatever you want to call it uh, <laughs> i know <laughs> what the psychologists will call about the chemicals in the brain yeah uh, yes yeah. but so, it's a very good way of taking out uh, your emotional emotions you know like cleansing kind of thing by and, playing and, I, and, and the most effective one uh, is not only just okay i can come and just beat the piano like but it's no fun i i like it to like um, if I send you a video clip for one minute and say, Sujata, this is for you. I'll just sing anything, I play anything. That's it. <laughs> then I feel very happy. I need to, uh, uh, the energy comes when I, I need to perform for people. Yeah. Whether it's a one-on-one -on -one video I send you or whether it's a club. It, it, it doesn't matter. I want to dedicate songs to people. Then, yeah. then it works. <laughs> and actually, it's a good uh, thing that you say because it's like uh, the essence of my podcast. You know, mm. I will send you on WhatsApp one lady who recently got covered, and uh, she said that I about the Sujata experience, and she said it's like you know, uh, musical therapy. So there are people, guests on my show who have said it's like detoxification when they have to go down memory lane. Yeah. So, yeah, it resonates with what you're saying. Anyway, I'm playing the next song. Okay, so I'm playing this song. Hi everyone, I'm Tom Sean from Mumbai Kenil, as we call it, Mocha. Uh, welcome to a typical uh, Eurasian family on a Saturday afternoon uh, at our house in Mumbai Kenil. Uh, Eurasians normally have different kind of parties, uh, like to invite people to their home. And today is a jam session, so I have Mark Francisco on guitar in a fabulous voice. My son, Andreas Rosario.
Okay. Okay. So tell me about this song. Is your son following in your footsteps where music is concerned? My son is a very, very good pianist. Uh, well, for a father to say that, I mean, um, the public is one thing, but from what I see, I think he's fabulous. Um, good character too. And uh, he, he's done his classical piano up to... Uh, the usual grade eight and so on. And then the jazz part uh, of it, he basically learned most of it himself and also uh, uh, took lessons from my uh, another very popular pian pianist in Singapore, Mario Serio. And and uh, after that, he just took it out on his own and just jamming. What I wanted to share actually, is not so much about the songs uh, per se. Some like, for example, Blue Suede was uh, sung uh, earlier. But uh, I put it together in there. The reason is that uh, we, we had this because we wanted to reach out to the community, what a Eurasian family would do uh, 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 on a weekend. So I wanted to share again with everyone that um, uh, it's, it's important. You know, even in family, you come together and do music together. Apart even, I mean, playing mahjong together is fine as well. Uh, or, whether you need, <laughs> or whether you need to run with your your son or your daughter or whatever, but it's good to have the family uh, closely knitted. So my son, sometimes he will, he's playing the piano and sometimes he has friends over. Um, there's this uh, two uh, particular guys who will come over and 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 you you know, one is Matthew, the guy plays uh, saxophone and 
uh, sorry, plays the trumpet and very good piano and bass. And sometimes I, I, I will just uh, step in and <laughs> sing a song with them. Another guy, Roy, plays the, uh, the violin. He's starting to be a doctor. Uh, even Matthew is on his way again some, to do something like a mathematics in NTU. But, you know, so even with my son's friends, we come together. So it's, age is not uh, a barrier. So music brings us together, international language of everything else. Uh, we talk, we enjoy ourselves. But then again, everyone says I'm quite, I'm, I'm quite a youngish person. Uh, so very youthful. And, uh, and the reason is because I always feel young. So I can talk to the young. And I also talk to the very old because I'm not young. <laughs> so um, I don't believe in ageism. But, and, and at the same time, I also respect the youth. So there's a balance of everything. And uh, why I wanted to show that is because when we, so we did that video for the constituency, but it's also uh, my sharing to, to everyone, regardless of language, race, whatever, family, come together, make something, do something. Make Singapore a great place to live and make Sean happy too. <laughs> that makes me happy. I agree with you about ageism. And I also feel that, you know, uh, if we just remove the physicality from ourselves, since we talk of soul, many a times, you know, people are talking about the soul and the spirit and all. If you take out the physicality of our packaging, then when souls connect, there is no such thing as age, race, gender, or anything, right? If you connect and vibe with the person, it doesn't matter whether they are young or old. It's just sure. that you click on, on a certain wavelength. And that's, I think, what you are sending the message across. And that's why you are, I suppose, popular everywhere. And the music is like the binding force. And music truly doesn't have any boundaries, you know. So yeah. even if you don't understand the words, they're of a different language, you might still like the music and you might still connect with it. So yeah. that's the best part. Actually, I, I think this would be the finale because the last, forget the last one, the last one is uh, another, uh, what you call that, like something I did earlier. So you can leave that out. I don't know. We are playing this next song. You tell oh, me. Please. You can go ahead. <laughs> That was short and sweet. <laughs> yeah, that was another thing. Uh, uh, well, that, that, this is a song that uh, I also sent out to, to people so that they can hear uh, me from, it's like, you know, saying hello or something, just like, like uh, can't take my eyes out of you. But at the same time, uh, I suddenly recall that uh, this song again has a, a, a lot of meaning. I think uh, in, in my younger days, uh, you know, I'm, and I'm listening, I, I suddenly recall singing this song to a lot of people, the way you look tonight. And 
telling all the beautiful girls how beautiful they are. <laughs> so it's just a happy song. Yeah. But don't when you sing these songs to beautiful girls and all that, don't you find them falling in love with you? How do you tackle that? If oh, that they, you know, um <laughs> when you're an entertainer, right? Oh. And you send dedications, right? It's, it's just singing a song to them. I never had that experience of uh that sort of thing. But uh oh. I mean when I sing the song, I don't I don't I don't have them like screaming at me or anything oh i love you or whatever nothing but they just enjoy the music and then we laugh smile um and uh after the music ends at the in the night ends after that i normally will disappear to the tetare shop somewhere because <laughs> if you're talking in the context of uh, arab street where blue jazz is and after the gig finishes so some of us would like to do uh, my 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 buddy for 41 years who, who who took over the Matrix Jam session will say, hey, you know, we need to do photo. I say, okay. So immediately after the photo is done, I'm the first one to run to the Kampong Glam Teh Tare shop to have my Teh Tare and Tofu Goreng at midnight. And uh, good luck to any woman who wants to know me because <laughs> I'm having my Teh Tare. I'm not interested. <laughs> so, so the song, the, the song, uh, you know, is there uh, for everyone to use for me is uh, to entertain. Some has very strong meaning and some is just to entertain and to be happy because music is everything. Yeah, and it is not only entertain and be happy. You see, when you send out these little love songs, what it does is from to the other person, it, it could mean a lot more. What if yeah. they were alone? What if they were having a blue day? You know, what if they were just sad and depressed or lonely? Then at least, yeah. you know, it can perk them up for a little bit. So oh, even, yes. even if you throw that song and then you disappear so that nobody can actually catch hold of you, that's a clever <laughs> strategy. <laughs> yeah, you want a peaceful life. You just want to entertain. Uh, and, and again, where I told you, as entertaining is actually for me, you know. <laughs> yeah, but you see, it's not like that. The person who's at the receiving end might get truly touched beyond your entertainment right so, so, so let's let's hope both people listen to this podcast <laughs> then they know the truth behind the man and the man is just entertaining actually entertaining, entertaining for himself are you are you, are you trying to break uh, all the women's hearts i don't know i don't mind yeah it's fine let's because just do that how do you know that you don't have secret admirers or secret people who love you and have not expressed to you have you thought of that or have you come across that seriously nobody or you're not telling all professor sean i no, can't I... I can't believe it because you know men may not wear their heart on sleeves but women are more expressive than men and they will often tell you how they feel so i cannot believe that you've not had somebody tell you even though you may not be up for grabs even though you may not be you know attainable but still we have fallen in love with you never seriously or you're not, uh, <laughs> you you now don't do the pdp act or something and say that is you know i cannot disclose something blah blah blue blue and all that okay fine i mean i, I mean just tell me yes are. or no just yes. tell me yes or no. yes ah see yeah i i was you know i was not born yesterday you know so my wisdom comes from years of experience i know so i understand if you don't want to tell all your secrets but i just wanted a confirmation that yes that's there right and both men and women 
Ah, so then of see, so at least, okay, don't reveal all that, but at least tell me how you dealt with it. What um, did you do? Okay, I think uh, one of the most important things is that uh, uh, I, I just want to be friendly with everyone. Um, I mean, I mean, we joke about it and, and, and all that. Yeah, some people might uh, take it uh, very seriously or, or, or what have you. But uh, sometimes it's good just to be very outright that uh, you are here to help everyone and, and uh, the buck stops there. And if you need help and you need uh, in reference help to somebody else who can help you, yeah, why not? I think, I think that's the most important message because uh, you, you don't want to, uh, you, you know, in life, you, you need a peaceful life. You, need, you cannot have too many pragmatism or pragmatic things around you. And uh, it's too disruptive. You need peaceful people <laughs> around you. Yeah, so uh, it's flattering, but at the same time, uh, one must uh, take care and uh, know your place, I guess, uh, for, for this type of situation. So what did you do? What did you tell to the person, man or woman? Give me one example. What did you say when they said that we do love you, not, not even if you don't love me? What did if, you if, it's, if it's a man, um, then you just show that you're very interested in women. So they will know. Um, if it's a woman, you have to show that you don't have time. And you're a very busy person. And that's that. But I'm really busy. I don't have time. So, um, and, so and, basically and, you break the heart. No, but I really don't have time. So I just so don't. <laughs> so, I don't if you had the, so if and you had the time, you would indulge in the love. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> so many women, so many women with such yeah. little time. <laughs> okay, so uh, Professor Sean, here is Professor Sujata giving you a tip in yes. case it happens further, and I'm sure it will happen further because you're pretty young. What you should say is, <laughs> "I appreciate your love. I'm honored and privileged." And I do love you, but not the way that you want me to love you. Oh, lovely. How is that? But the way you look tonight on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So th that's, that's the way of, you know, gently breaking the heart. Or not breaking it, but at least, you know, leaving them with some, what should I say? A proper dignified closure. Sure. Because like you have been saying, and your message is pretty clear of love. You can't stop people from falling in love with you. It is your choice, but how you deal with it. And it's your choice, what you do with it. So it depends on both the parties. I'm talking of the woman and the man. If you fall in love with the whosoever is there in the opposite side, and you know mm -hmm. that they, you can't do much about it because we uh, live in a society, we are bound and dictated by that. And probably, uh, you can't really have the same kind of love for everybody, right? Sure, sure, of course. Even if you had time, it would not happen. It's not about, we're talking about love here, not the physical part of it. So, you know, because it requires emotion, space, giving yourself mentally and all that. So that may not be possible to give to five beautiful women or five people who love you in the same manner of the opposite sex. Mm. But this is how you can gently, you know, just leave them to it. So it's that a good lesson. That, I like that. Yeah. So you, uh, so you can keep this 
and uh, note it down. And then whenever you find yourself in a situation like this, then you have my words of wisdom, which you can quote. You, you, you can send that uh, line text to me, text it to me. So, first, so I can memorize it. Yeah, no, no. What I will do is when I publish this, it will be there in the recording, right? So when you listen to it, you know yeah. it down. Because yeah. my wisdom has come by talking to you. So what happens is people have told me, Sujata, when you talk, we need to record because you say things and then, you know, uh, it's profound. So right now, the best part is that it's getting recorded. So when it will go live, when I'll publish you, that time you listen to it and then at this point you note down the this thing you can always play stop and note down the words because i myself i just said it out of the blue so i've not uh, i've not stopped to write it down i'll do it also the same way after i finish recording so wonderful i'll do that right okay thank you for for inviting me um no have... wait but is it over oh i don't know whether it's over <laughs> Well, okay. I, I, yeah, it is over. So, yeah, I, I wanted to say thank you for inviting me. I, I did uh, enjoy myself. Uh, it's not everything about me, but it's a general outlook of uh, what I see in life. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I think uh, my last, uh, maybe not my last, but uh, messages for the weekend is uh, everything is perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. Uh, which is a song, quiz us, quiz us, quiz us. And don't read too much into every emoji statement or word. Live life to the fullest. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, what you're trying to say is, you know, just be in the, in the moment and accept things just on yeah. that. So one could even say, you know, just as is. So don't uh, make too much out of it. And just sometimes accept a hug or a, a friendship smile or something like that right that's what you are trying to say if i'm not mistaken yes um very important yeah so yeah uh, thank you for being here and i and i'm truly honored and delighted and uh, i can't thank you enough for making time i know you're a busy person and it means a lot to me to have you on my show and uh, i think the audience will also gain a perspective of who sean is no, I'm honored to be on the show too by you. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing, but you know, certainly quite fun. Okay, so you now need to promote it and spread it everywhere. Yeah, let me know how can I promote it. Where's the link? What do I do? I will do once <laughs> I publish you. I will send you this thing. It'll be there on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. So on social media, where you are a guru yourself, you just have to go and put it everywhere yeah just for me put it out there and, and yes please do subscribe write a review and leave a rating that would be great i'll do that five stars ten stars <laughs> <laughs> okay have a nice weekend to this